Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. This is show number 131 and this for your delectation and delight is what passes for our Christmas show this year. And uh, so we're full of uh, full of Christmas cheer. Um, Some of us are full of cheap beer. (laughs) Some of us have gotten up early in the morning to record this. And so I've just got a cup of coffee and a nursing a headache. So I'll leave you all to decide which one is which based upon people's contribution to the show. Sadly, um, uh, Rachel can't be with us because she's busy. Um, she's busy, busy, busy working. Very busy time of year for her at this, uh, this time of year. Uh, but Graham is here. And of course, we do have some super special guests as well. But first of all, Graham, how are you, buddy? I am doing as well as I possibly can be before 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I'm all good, aid, getting in the festive spirit. Um, I'm not I'm not wearing my Christmas jumper because uh, I forgot to put it on, and also it's the most ugly thing in all of humanity. Um, But, uh, you know, I'm still feeling, you know, uh, like the old jingly balls are going, so it's great. (laughs) Okay, so uh, we got a lot to cover today, um, especially seeing as it was on the equivalent of this show last year that we introduced the hashtag ShootFilmBeNice, which is probably a good place to start. But before we do, uh, why don't you introduce our guests for today? Well, we have got two. Oh God, what what descriptive term do you use? I was going to use "wonderful gentleman," and then I realised how inappropriate that was on almost every possible level. We have got two thirds of the three wise men, and we're kind of hoping that the third third might paddle his raft of plastic cameras back to shore and be able to jump on Skype and join us. <laughs> but anyway, until then, from thirty five MMC, of course, it's the one and only Hamish Gill, and from Emulsive M is with us as well gentlemen welcome back to the show morning <laughs> classic hamish Hello. okay that kind of gives away that kind of gives away the competition hamish if you just say yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so listeners competition time ends here you can just get relaxed now and listen to the rest of the show it is hamish is the one who's nursing a hangover clearly <laughs> <coughs> Your mother-in-law's party, mother-in-law's birthday party, Hamish. How how drunk can you possibly be at a mother-in-law's birthday party? I, did, I didn't drink. I drove. I drank when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> to wash away the pain. <laughs> okay. All right. Over to Mr. Happy on the other side of the planet where it's mid-afternoon. How you doing, him? <laughs> Not too bad. I think I'm, I'm, I'm faring uh, probably better than you three. So that, that makes me feel good. Uh, have you put Can the you... Uh, the Christmas tree up in the volcano yet? Yes, uh, it uh, immediately caught fire. What with it being so <laughs> bloody hot, but so no, the, the Christmas tree is up. The wreaths are up. The fence has been electrified for the festive season. Um, all is good. <laughs> Excellent. I love the idea of tinsel on the electric fence, just so people, you know, whilst they're getting electrocuted to death, they're at least feeling a little <laughs> bit festive. I was like, oh, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that kind of sets the tone for this show. Um, we are, what are we going to do? We're going to have a chat. We're going to reflect on what's happened this year, and maybe what's not happened this year. Uh, and we're going to do that uh, full of festive cheer. And uh, who wants to go first? Um, I don't know. Let's, I, actually, I said um, we'd start with shoot film, be nice, right? So coined on a show this time last year that sadly I couldn't be on, uh, but it was Rachel, I think, Graham, wasn't it, that coined the phrase? It most certainly was. It's going to be 
one of the things that goes down on her tombstone when she's dead. There's a cheery Christmas thought. Rachel being dead was shoot from being on her tombstone. Okay. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> but it's but you know it it certainly has had some legs this year, hasn't it? Some longevity, and uh, it's done well. So how is the year of? Uh, well, I tell you what, Hamish, how how has shoot film be nice been for you as a hashtag this year? <clears throat> um, I, I pretty much forgot about it by the middle of January. <laughs> so you've been living the dream, then. I've seen it all over the place. Actually, it's been. It's no, been... I'm being. I'm being. A... Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's I, I do once in a while search for it, and generally speaking, um, it's a good way to get that sort of thin segment of the world of photography that aren't, you know, complete um, horrible people. Here's <laughs> what I like. swear. Because the thing is, like, the reason the reason that the hashtag, the reason Major came up with the hashtag last year is because um, it last year had been a year where. A lot of new things were coming to the fore. You know, it was the the autumn of Kickstarter, and um, and also the autumn of responses to Kickstarters, and the, you know, there'd been quite a lot of just I don't know um, unnecessary negativity towards things, um, and that's why it felt like oh, this is why we want to try and say to people, look, come on, let's be enthusiastic and just generally a bit nicer about stuff. How do you feel? Uh, that this year has been in terms of just the general tone of the community. And that's probably a, a good place to start. Do you think that there has been a, a more positive outlook on stuff? Because we've had a few big things happening and coming out this year, obviously. Um, the, what do you think the community has been like? From my point of view, I think <coughs> the, I've seen, as I think always, there always has been, probably always, sorry, I've got my two daughters in the background, one of them sneezing. Um, the, the, there always has been, there always will be that, nice part of the community that talks nicely to each other has a laugh you know is fun to be around in you know in internet terms be around uh, unfortunately for me i've seen a lot more of the other side of it because i've you know done a kickstarter and i've had people being rubbish <laughs> <laughs> so, so well, let's let's talk about that a bit then, because yeah, the the Kickstarter in terms of funding was enormously successful, wasn't it? Mm. So that that's an outpouring well, yeah. of love and support and commitment, I guess, in in, yeah, yeah. in a way. Yeah, the um, the difficult bit actually, you know, I'm I'm probably can't you know I haven't just woken up, so I'm probably just got a bit of morning cynicism going on, but um, I have had a lot of um, support, especially the last update where. I think the last up to the last two updates where essentially I've just said something along the lines of I'm the most frustrated person in the world because I can't find a manufacturer or can't find a manufacturer who's in the UK and um, is actually even vaguely interested in talking to me. Um, I've had loads of positive responses, you know, people saying you're doing a really good job, keep at it. This bit was always going to be the hardest bit, you know, all that kind of, all that kind of stuff. So like really supportive stuff. But um and even some of the, uh, the the design as it currently stands, even one of the, I would say, the key detractor in the process throughout the process of the actual Kickstarter um, has messaged me saying, it's looking really good now. Like, I think you've solved essentially all of the problems with it, um, all the problems that he saw. So, yeah, all that stuff is great, but it, yeah, it doesn't stop. It doesn't, there's just, uh, I don't know. You get a lot of noise. There is a lot of noise, and I think just because the just because the website has grown quite significantly, I just I just get more trolls these days. I think I'm 
I think, you know, Bellamy's got a couple of years ahead of, um, a couple of three years ahead of me. And I think I'm starting to get a grip of why he's so bloody cynical all the time. Because <laughs> you do just get, you just, you know, I, I just get bombarded. Well, not bombarded, that's unfair. But I just get, you know, just once in a while, somebody will just say something. You just think, oh, my God, just why? Just yeah. why are you even bothering? Like, just leave, leave, just go away. Like, your, your input into this is completely... I did that that blog post recently. I'm going to get all the moaning out of the way, and we'll, we'll have a nice conversation about something pretty or something in a minute. The um, <laughs> I did the blog post about, um, you know, what what type of camera a, be- a beginner should buy, or what type of camera should you buy if you if you're asking fundamentally if you're asking the question what camera should I buy, or what film camera should I buy, what type of camera should you buy. Um, and I, man- I managed to write five and a half odd thousand words without mentioning a single camera, a single make and model of camera. That's quite um, good because I think it's re- yeah, well, I think it's really important actually that somebody who's asking that question isn't um, given an answer, isn't confused <laughs> by answers that aren't that are no or that might be wrong, because everybody says. The same everybody's got the same standard like default answer which is usually the pentax k1000 um which is a camera i don't think i've ever seen in the real life but they (laughs) no i don't know i've never shot with one but the the pentax k1000 is by all accounts a great camera if you want to learn how to take you know if you want to learn about the principles of photography but the purpose of my post was saying well if you do want to learn the the principles of photography these are those basic principles and these are the types of cameras that will help you learn them if you don't want to learn them you know you can just buy a point and shoot and you can take photos with a film camera and get results and this guy just came on on facebook and just said shortest article ever pentax came on thousand i was like why is that why are you recommending that camera and he's all the reasons you know all the sensible reasons and i said well what about if you don't want what about if you want to take photos but you don't want to learn how to be a photographer um, and he's like, well, everybody who wants to be shoot film wants to learn how to be a photographer. And I was like, well, that's obviously not the case. <laughs> and we had, I just had this stupid argument with him. I'm like, why am I even arguing with this guy? And it was that's one of those situations where you just to ask you that one. <laughs> but you just, just once in a while, you just think like, once I get drawn into it, once in a while, you just, you just I'm so dumbfounded by it. And he was saying, and I said to him like, you know, there's hundreds of thousands, millions of people every day who are taking photos. And have no interest in, want, in wanting to learn how to do photography. You know, the whole concept of snapshot photography, iPhones, do you know what I mean? It, it all comes about through people not wanting to learn how to take photos. And he wouldn't have it that there was that there was a that there was an, that were a certain amount of people out there who wanted to learn, who wanted to take photos but not learn, but shoot with a film camera. And this conversation just went round and round in circles. And you just think, oh God, people on the internet are mental. Like there's just there is just a segment of people on the internet, and unfortunately, as somebody who is on the internet quite a lot, you know, the likes yeah. of me, Bellamy, and, so, and M, we we do we do get that. So all right, so let's. I'm going to cut you off there because this is a Christmas show. <laughs> I'm just turning into a Christmas rant. <laughs> okay, so we've heard, <laughs> we've heard from the Grinch, right? So we've heard from the Grinch. <laughs> But what I, if I dig back to something you said a few minutes ago, Hamish, uh, which, which we, not to gloss over this, but the the thirty five MMC community has has grown through this year, yeah. Oh, it's, like massively. So the, that's got to be a good thing, right? It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's great, and it's really, and it's I get 
the, 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 as I said, I'll get to the nice stuff in a minute. The nice stuff is that I get a lot more emails from people saying, I've just discovered your website. I, you know, I think it's great. I'd really like to contribute something. Or I recently wrote a post about um, an experience I had taking some photos of a violin maker. And the day that I shot the violin maker was just a really nice day. It was, it was, we had, or I spent, I took, I shot it digital, but I only took probably about 70 photos, I think. And I was there for about five hours. Um, uh, but the whole, the whole day, it felt like it was this really lovely kind of um, conclusion to this thing that I'd had rattling around in my head about needing to focus my photography on something or needing to kind of have some type of photography that I just like to do. And, it, you know, it's what, you know, it's something to develop and be a part of my style, all that kind of crap. And it, it, I went to see this guy. I didn't, wasn't charging him. I went to see, I just got in touch with him and said, can I come and take some photos of you making violins? And we had this really amazing conversation throughout the day about how, you know, in life, it's not really that important to make money. It's just important to do the thing. I mean, this is much a bridge version. It's, much, it's just much more important to do the thing that makes you happy. And it, it was kind of, it, it all come about after I'd turned down this job that I knew wasn't going to make me happy. Um, so I'd done, a, done something for free for something that was going to make me happy. And we had this whole conversation. It was really nice. So I wrote about it and I've had the amount of people have emailed me saying, you know, this is this is brilliant. You know, this really makes me feel much better about this, that or the other. I did this last year. It's been fantastic. It's lovely. Do you know what I mean? It's really that side of things is genuinely really nice. And on top of that, the traffic website traffic has gone through the roof. It's ridiculous. Okay. All right. So it's obviously I th I I always see my website traffic as a reflection of the growth of the film photography community because there's just there just must be I mean it, maybe it's just you know it's a combination of me just having more content but it's also more people are finding it and searching for it and because most of my traffic comes from Google. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So good. All right. So so there, there, there's uh, one view. Um, <clears throat> thank you, <laughs> and thank you for ending on the on the positive stuff as well. But yeah. Uh, uh, so I guess now over to M uh, and uh, yeah, what's the what's the emulsive community been like for this year, M? Yeah, it's pretty much a, a reflection of, of what Hamish just said. Uh, the the amount of people coming to the site and getting in touch with good things and with bad things to say has, has grown exponentially over the year before. And I, I think I'm you know, as as Hamish is three two three years behind Bellamy in terms of when when he started. I'm about two years behind Hamish, so it, it's nice. And that that barometer of the, the the health of the community that's definitely a, a, a sentiment that I can get behind. There, there are some I've had some amazing conversations with people this year just about their own experiences, just as a result of finding Emulsive and then just wanting to wanting to share their, their their thoughts and their past experiences. And they're coming back to film and you know never realised that this this was still here waiting for me. It's <clears throat> it's lovely to be a part of um, people discovering. The medium for the first time as well as people coming back um and and yes yeah, as, as hamish said that there, there are a fair a fair number of detractors and it, it normally comes <clears throat> comes from people who have very specific and very fixed views on um on photography and it, it's it's very tempting to get involved in conversations with them and, and try and make them see the the light in terms of choices choices everything but it, it doesn't always work and uh, I, I guess one of the biggest problems that um, 
Bellamy, Hamish and I have as, as creators of content is you, you come up with an idea for an article, you put your heart and soul into getting it out there and to making it impartial and to making it informative and what have you. And, and people will just come along, read what they want, take what they want, um, and then just try and beat you over the head with, with their perceived meaning of, of what you've written. I, I, I had one guy very, uh, very recently, just in the last couple of weeks, just uh, uh, posted on one of my reposted articles asking me why I'm bothering reposting a three-year-old article, why I'm referring to this this fading memory of XYZ film stock and why I'm talking about this particular film stock in production. And the only thing I could reply back to him was, well, you know, this old version of Ectochrome is a fading memory and this, this film stock's still in production. What's your point? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what your website does as well, isn't it? <laughs> it's, 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 I don't know. It's, it's, um, it's, it's been, it's been a good year in, in, in some respects. It's been a, uh, an, an okay year in other respects. I, 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 I don't think I could say it's been um, a crappy year for, for Emulsive in, in, in any respect at all. No, uh, I didn't say I'm it's good been a crappy year for 35. I haven't seen any respect. It's <coughs> just first thing in the morning and I'm grumpy about a couple of things. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to the last thing in the day when you're grumpy about a huge mountain of things. Um, one of the things you both guys have, have said is that you've seen quite a lot of growth this year. And it does feel like um, analog photography or companies associated with analog photography have actually made mainstream news quite a bit. I mean, let's specifically talk about um, Kodak because Kodak have had a quite a roller coaster year when you look back over it in terms of publicity and uh, also delivering on the publicity because uh, they kind of started at the year with cryptocurrencies and bit mining. I don't know whether you guys remember yeah. that fun game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, uh, have gone through. Um, they've, they've been super active. They've been hitting all sorts of things. They've been hitting um, clothing in, in you know, big fashion stores or uh, fashionable high street stores. I don't know. I mean, fashion and high street and a lot of things that I'm understanding, but I know that they've been doing stuff um, quite successfully there. And of course, two films out from them this year. And this is a lot of stuff that actually has reached a bit further than just our small community. So um, do you think that what Kodak's been up to this year has been drawing people in, been getting people's attention again? Interestingly, actually, something we, you were talking about before we started recording was the difference between the people who make the stuff and the marketing people. And I think what Kodak have suffered this year <laughs> is the marketing people <laughs> because and well and people with idea ectochrome for example i've had a couple of really long conversations with andy church and ectochrome was just announced way before it was supposed to be um like they you know it shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been announced when it was and the same with this bitcoin cryptocurrency thing they just started somebody somebody mentioned it are you guys still there? Or it's gone dead, my end. <laughs> we're, we're listening, Hamish. We're you know, listening in polite. We're attending You know when it just listening. makes that funny kind of click noise, and it? No, just, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so but the Bitcoin thing was the same. Apparently, it wasn't really... It was just somebody's idea. And then this idea, rather than it being something that they just kind of looked at internally, just got announced and then was out there um, <clears throat> before it was... That was never going to end well, was it? Really, quite a bad idea, <laughs> and then had to be had to be buried. Um, I, yeah, I, think, I think talking I, about uh, I think talking about Kodak is a little bit unfair because um, you know it's 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 like having a, a big bear in 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 the room. The bear makes noise, and everyone pays attention. Um, mm. 
I think if if the same kind of news had come from a smaller company, um, then it probably wouldn't have had as much impact. And that that's one of the things I've spoken about before is as um, Kodak's responsibility as as essentially the the, the flag bearer for 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 film. You know, if, if Kodak hadn't come out of um, Chapter Eleven, if Kodak had had essentially shattered into a million pieces as opposed to as opposed to three, then then potentially it it'd be a lot harder for us to be getting our message out. But the fact that these guys are out there and yeah, they had there there were a few questionable things done done over well, done over the course of 2018. But the fact that they that they're out there and they're shouting, I think, is is good. Um, you know, maybe if what people are murmuring about fuji bringing back films at some point over the next two two or three years happens you know maybe that's going to be another big shot in the arm for for analog photography but but for me personally the big focus has been um the people you know people from within the community helping themselves out and it's people like marco from from yodica it's people like like brett's for example you know the tiny 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 operation um and and these guys have, they're now out there they're making a name for themselves and i think that for me that that's where the focus would be for 2018 yeah i think i think i'd agree with that actually in a way and you know and and you i'm not sure that in 2017 or 2016 you could have launched a new retail store focusing on all of those tiny small producers as 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 well as the big one but uh yeah but or big yeah this year we've had two and yeah exactly so yeah film retail albeit online retail but film retail seems to be a a thing again um uh, and a marketplace and and almost a community in itself depending on you know whose approach you're looking at which is which is pretty positive stuff um i'm I'm not sure i i have a lot of hope in fuji bringing out you know uh, real or normal films i think they seem pretty committed to the whole instax thing but then for me i mean like you know in the last show we were talking with uva and doc about the new kickstarter for pack film and and about Mm. other things impossible and polaroid um, and instant in general um, yeah, and I, I, I wonder, uh, without having the presence of Instax to to reach out to the masses, where, whether their projects would be feasible either. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, you, you need I, the I big ones, don't you? I think they would be. I mean, I, I think they would be. If you look at, you know, Doc's uh, track record of, of trying to bring back Instant specifically has been quite successful. And I, there, there was no way that that, that safe pack film <clears throat> Um, that that initial clarion call a couple of years ago by him was 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 going to fail you know he was going to find a way to do it and fuji unable to give him access to the machinery or to the process of course the guy's going to go out and build build it for himself you know he 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 got an idea into his head and and it it had to be delivered they they Um, do seem the two of them actually when we spoke to them last week they did seem like pretty resourceful folks (laughs) yeah yeah that's probably a massive understatement isn't it but there you go I mean, Fuji on the one hand is 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 a really interesting company because you you can't really you can't really look to big changes as a barometer for sorry bikes going past in the background. You, you can't look at big changes in the company as a barometer for, for where the organisation is going. You've got to look at the, the 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 small changes, those small ripples that happened. And although it might seem trite and and taking advantage of a situation to 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 many other people out there the fact that fuji came out with a new film photography or film product website this year just a couple of months ago um 
means to me that there is stuff that's moving up that chain of commands through this incredibly long digestive process um, that that is that is potentially going to mean going to mean good news for us now that that may just be the continuation of certain film stocks it may just be the continuation of what they already do really well which is <coughs> chemical production um it, it may mean something else um you know the problem with fuji is you can't you can't expect an answer to any question because they're not going to give you one. And even if you talk to the Instax guys in the UK or to Fuji X in the US, you should not listen to anything these people say about, about what <laughs> Fuji is doing because they are the last people to know. Um, there, there, there was a new, I remember there, there being a new uh, lens coming out for the, for the Fuji X system about two or three years ago, and there were queries going into um, Fuji UK about it. And these guys were like, no, nothing, no, there's no new products planned. We're not going to be doing anything, this, that, the other. Literally two days later, um, or, or three days later, this, this, this new lens is out. Everyone's screaming and shouting about it. And then about two or three months later, um, someone managed to have a chat with the marketing director of whatever or the, whatever marketing company they use. And, and he quite honestly said, yeah, we, we didn't know anything about it. So uh, unless you hear something or see something from Fuji Japan, um, just don't listen to it. Don't pay attention. It, it does no sound point. a bit like they they may be deliberately doing the opposite of what Kodak are doing <laughs> regarding letting you get a bit early. Um, you know what I'd like to do, guys, and I think it'd be really helpful whilst we've got you two on, because we want to talk a bit about the Sunnies coming up and uh, and the categories for that. And I thought maybe if we kind of went through those and you could give your feedback on some of them, uh, on what your thoughts are, because that might be quite helpful. And also it would be a more of a positive thing than some of the stuff we've talked about. <laughs> so... Um, the first it's, one. It's, the this first is pretty one. much what happened last year. You asked us to talk about stuff, and then we were all kind of grumpy. Yeah, I know. I should. I should yeah, learn. Okay. I should learn. Um, okay. <laughs> the, the first one, the first category, what is film of the year? Now, you already mentioned them uh, about some of the new small films that come out this year. We've had uh, T Max Thirty Two Hundred come out. We've had new Ectochrome. Um, not so much on the, the films that we've had around forever. But what, what are your you guys' is thoughts, and I suppose especially you, because you tend to experience more of these things than any of us, on the new films that have come out this year? Is there anything that has really made you go, "Hey, this this is something that is special"? I have an answer to that. Do you? Uh, Good. I, I, I have an go on I, I've, I've got an answer, but it's kind of unfair. Um, because for me, it's, it's ectochrome. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Um, That's not unfair. I, I, That's a good answer. Well, it seems unfair <laughs> when when you're thinking about um, the the stuff from Yodica, the new the, the new tentative stuff that's come out of Silbera, you've got the street candies, you've got some weird stuff coming from from Santa's Grotto and 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 you know Lomo with their new um, oh, with their potentially new is it Orwo um, Cine 400 film which I've managed to get a few roles of as well but um, I think for me the, the, the most exciting film has been um, has been Ectochrome definitely um, I've how shot much, how much about you... 10 sorry say again no I was going to ask how much you shot and you were just about to answer it yeah yeah I've, I've shot um, uh, all told about about 10 roles uh, maybe 11 roles. I've got one role in the fridge, which is going to my secret Santa next week. Um, and yeah, I've, I've, I've pushed it. I've tried pulling it. I've pushed it a lot more. I've cross processed it and I've, I've, I've shot it normally. And it is, um, it is as good as, if not 
better than in some in some situations than Fuji Provia. Uh, Provia 100. Um, I, I think it's it's fantastic. I, I had the same conversation, Hamish, with um, with, with Andy at, at, uh, at Kodak about uh, mm. the, the the early announcement that that, <laughs> that they were going to mm. be doing it. Um, and yeah, that, that that was a bit of a oh you know kind of moment. <laughs> like, all right, well you know we've well, they've had a, they've had a string of moments since as well. <laughs> I think from what I can understand. Right, right. But I mean, it was, um, I, I think it was, regardless of whether it was, it should have been done at that point. I think the fact that that they announced it when they did back at the beginning of 2016, I think is, is partly directly responsible for this kind of ra- you know, rising of passion and this rising of people saying, all right, well, I'm going to do something. Um, but I, I think the actual film coming out you know, such a such a special film in comparison to a another black and white, a another color negative. I think is um, is a really good thing for for, for the industry, and I, I've really enjoyed shooting it. How, how have you um, How have you guys got on with it? Have you guys managed to shoot any yourself? I haven't yet. No, it, it's um, it's the thing I would like to at some point, but at the moment it's just because <laughs> the it's a premium product. It is a premium product with a premium price tag, um, and I whilst I completely feel like it justifies that because you you have to pay for what you want to be out there. Um, You're just not a premium kind of guy, aren't you? That's, that's what you, <laughs> you know. What? That is a hundred percent true. I am not a premium kind of guy, and my photography is so far away from premium. But at some point, I'm sure I will try it. Um, have you tried it, Hamish? No, I haven't yet. No. No, I, and I haven't either, actually. Um, although to that, that's not a reflection on, on the product; it's more a reflection on that I've had a real uh, a real dip in photography this year that I'm just trying to clamber out of. Um, so I haven't done a lot of uh, uh, of anything this year, or at least not as much as usual. But so, I've, I've, sorry, just gonna say, I've not even shot sl- much slide film at all, um, which which is one of the reasons I haven't shot it but the main reason i haven't shot it is i've got a plan i've got a plan to 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 write a whole series of um posts about the process of shooting slide film not for the first time i shot it before but basically as somebody who's not really shot it very much and doesn't have very very much experience of it Um, i'd read that and yeah i'd i'd read read that i'd find that really useful (laughs) yeah well i don't know what i'm doing at all so I mean I do I know what I'm doing you know and I've I've got some ideas but generally speaking I I don't know what the limitations are I don't know what I can do and what I can't do but I'm not yeah. I'm I've, I'm going to approach it from the perspective of not reading about it I'm just going to kind of crack on I'm going to I've got preconceptions I'm going to base my experience on those preconceptions because I imagine lots of people do and I'm just going to write about what happens so, so you're going to have a, you, sorry, you're going to have a strong point of view that may not be based in fact that you're going to share on the internet. Hmm. <laughs> it's never been done before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm just. I'm, it's. I'm not. You know. I'm just going to. The, the approach is going to be right. I've got this film, and um, the, the first role I'm going to shoot, I'm going to put through something with. I'm probably going to put through something I trust the meter in, like one of my Nikon um, evaluative metered cameras at f80, probably, just because it seems like the safest bet. Um, and then get to the, and then you know put put it through a, a fully manual camera and. It'd be a test of how good my ability to uh, judge light is, as much as anything else. How much have you yeah, been uh, leaning on the on the the, the negative uh, films and and the power of them to soak up all it. the all of the errors? Yeah. <laughs> but well, but also, I, 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 think, I think not I think, only that. I think it would be really interesting as you go through the series, Hamish, to look at how 
how you how the way you meter changes as you get results back on uh, yeah. as you get results back from that film but there's also there's also a, a topic that i want to kind of i haven't kind of worked out yet but there's a topic that i want to weave into it which is just generally about exposure because i think that there's this kind of that's generally speaking there's a bit there's a, there's a misconception about what good ex- or what correct exposure is um, and i think that um, slide film is more able to demonstrate what good and bad exposure is um, because for example people you know you can shoot um, uh, you know a 200 speed film in very low light and expose for somebody's face that's just got a bit of light on the side of it and everything will be black if you know what I mean and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's underexposed you've just exposed for that person's face I'm totally with and you think, on that and, and there's a lot of people who would say there's a lot of people would say you know if you took if you pointed an evaluative metered camera at that person in that environment the meter would try to make up for the fact that every, most of the scene is dark and would essentially overexpose for that for that scene um, and that, there's a lot of misconceptions about exposure around that around that area and I think that slide film is a, is a, is a good opportunity to learn um, or to talk about proper exposure if you see what I mean rather than ne- what's necessarily in um, quote unquote correct exposure if you see uh, what I mean I, I, I'm totally for me exposure is always a creative choice right yes there's some, yes. Te- yeah, there's some technique you need to apply but the, for me the the ex- the decision around what it, the, there's no such thing the concept of correct exposure for me is a, is, is a troubling one because yes, it's, it's, it's a creative yeah. choice <laughs> Yeah. yeah my but creative the, the choice may be ne- different from other people's <laughs> yes yeah, exactly and the problem with negative film um is that there's that the, there's too much almost too much latitude that allows the, or that kind of removes some of that creative choice in the way that most people handle it if you sort of mean yeah, it, um, I think that's, that's, and, and, actually, that's interesting because it goes back to your thing about <clears throat> some people don't want to learn about photography. They just want to take photos. And those people, a neg- negative film and a point and shoot camera, um, you know, because of that room for manoeuvre um, is, is a, you know, it's a great combination. But, it, it you know, it, it, those people aren't worried about creative choice necessarily. They're just worried about the composition and content of the photo or just content of the photo in a lot of cases. Um, so you said, uh, yeah, actually, um, Hamish, just to, just to go back on that, cause I, I, I forgot to pick that up right at the beginning. So that, that conversation that you had um, with that, with that person, just saying one, I just use the, the K 1000 um, mm-hmm. of the, of all of the people who I've spoken to face to face, getting into film photography this year, pr- probably only about uh, a dozen maybe less people this year um i'd say more than half of those people they're not in fact one of them flat out said to me i'm not interested in aperture mm. was that like, okay fair enough well here's a here's an xa put you know move this lever to the orange dot and move this dial to the orange yeah. dot and just shoot and well, this is um, this after, was the... well, after two rolls sorry mate after two rolls of doing this we, uh, talking to her about the results that she got and seeing what she thought and she's like well I, I really like those photos where i can just kind of just take a photo of something and everything else is blurry it's like well but you don't you don't care about aperture <laughs> <laughs> so i think i think i think sometimes those the, the those people who who just want to take a snap 
Um, it's just you, you let them do it because half of yeah. the fun with, with with this is just letting them find out for themselves. Exactly. Um, and, exactly. And may, yeah, maybe they'll come back and, and say, well, I want to learn a bit more. But actually, maybe they're just happy with, with taking that kind of photo. Yeah. In which case, just let this them was, see. This, this was the whole crux of my post. Is that um, Has anybody actually read it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, you wouldn't. There's no reason to read it because it's not read it. It's not aimed no, at you. you but you, you it, shared it. it the, you shared it. I remember yeah. the thread. It was crazy. Um, the um, oh, I did share that. So it's, uh, yeah, that conversation with you, didn't I? But the, yeah, the um, the the crux of the post is that it, you know you. It's about say it's it's basically saying it, it, you need to as a person who wants to get into film photography, wants to buy a film camera, you need to make the choices yourself because any choice that I make on your behalf is probably going to be wrong. Yeah. You know, I can't because you don't know how somebody is going to, somebody could pick up, you know, I don't know, a, a point and shoot and, and take half a roll and think, God, I can't do anything with this. It's really frustrating. Or they could pick up a point and shoot, shoot the whole role take it into boots and be absolutely stunned with the with the results and you know never want to do anything different again and it's not up to me or anybody to decide how anybody should approach film photography do you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah so absolutely. so let's go back so i think all, yeah, all of that let's go so you hamish it, well, one <laughs> thing we like skipped over <laughs> one thing we skipped over hamish is you said you also had an answer to the whole film thing so about mm. uh, well, it's, uh, it's an, favorite it's film. another fairly boring another fairly fairly boring uh, response actually but it's um p3200 because it's just absolutely brilliant <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, it, it, it i'd never shot actually just after christmas last no, it's the yeah it was the, pretty much this time last year was the, when i shot my first mm role of it as a, an old a, a role i'd got in the fridge that somebody had given me oh no it's just, it was just after christmas i think um and i got the results back i was like oh these are really good um i'm really glad this film is coming out and then i got my hands on a block of five rolls and the stuff and the first couple of rolls i I, th I just i wrote i wrote a post about it because i wrote about how Funny enough, there's another conversation I had with, with, with Andy Church about how my, my workflow, I'm not, I don't have a particularly traditional film photography workflow, or I don't have at all. Um, you know, I shoot film in a certain way, I have it developed, you know, I try, my process is just trying to remove variables, so I shoot it in, in the way that I shoot all films. I develop, have the same company develop it, and I scan it in exactly the same way, and then I process it in Lightroom exactly the same way. Um, it's taken me ages to get to the point that I've removed as many variables as I can, that I understand what the results look, I understand how one film compares to another just by the merit of me putting through, putting them through the exact same process. But there's so many pitfalls in that process. Um, if you, if you're a, a sort of a traditional, um, or if you try to, you know, if you look at it from a traditional point of view, like I'm, my scanner isn't properly calibrated, you know, there's all sorts of problems with it, but regardless, I can still see the difference between one film and another. Um, and when I shoot P3200, I shot I, I shot half, I made, I bullsed up, I think, I can't remember what I did now, but I shot half of it at, I shot, I think I shot it like I shoot HP5, which is just lackadaisically between um, exposure index 400 and 1600, and then I usually just have it pushed a couple of stops, and I think I was shooting HP5 and then, and then just 
and then and then finished the role and got out of the cameras like oh crap it wasn't that so i just had it developed as normal and got back got it back and the results were amazing like the scan it scanned so easily and there's just something about the way that it deals with highlights that i think m i read on one of m's posts ages ago on my the, review, the hi- yeah the, the highlights are quite creamy or something like that and that was when i looked at my yeah, results right. i was like that is that is the that is exactly the description for it it just has these really kind of creamy it just looks lovely it's really really nice and it's so flexible i can shoot it i can i can abuse it in the same way that i abuse um hp5 but it has the added benefit of me being able to shoot it um exposure index 3200 and just develop it normally if i want to I remember you saying on Twitter when it was literally just after you finished shooting the role, and I think your your tweet was pretty much like, "Oh, I've just shot this role of P thirty two hundred. I think I've shot it at this speed. I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure. What should I do?" And it's just like in the end, it was like, "I'll oh, sod it. I'll just just develop well, it, it as was, I normally do." <laughs> yeah. But what was really interesting was I got that kind of cacophony of really interesting responses from people. But every single one of them, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I have quite a simplistic approach, I think, to film photography. But, you know, people were like, right, well, you need to you need to um, develop it, blah, 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 and develop it in this chemical and do this. I'm like, oh, God, I can't be balls with any of that. That's just not, yeah, whilst, just whilst, not whilst how I break film photography. While standing on one foot, hopping, hopping on the, the other foot, picking the nose, yes. fiddling your belly yes. button. Right. Yeah, that's it. And, I, and but So I just sent it to <laughs> and didn't great. even give them any instructions. And... Um, yeah, and I just got back. I got back this strip of negatives. Some of them were, well, I think one in particular was one that I'd taken of my daughter in um, up, upstairs um, with uh, the sun goes, the sun sets. Um, uh, well, my my bedroom window faces in the direction of the sunset, so I just had a crap load of sunlight coming through the window, and I shot this one frame at I don't know a hundredth of a second at, at like f2 or something with the sunlight coming through the window and i obviously was i got an incredibly dense negative back but it's still scanned a bit grainy but it's still scanned <laughs> um so you know god knows what exposure index that would have been um, so has has the um p3200 is this replacing hp5 for you then um I, I, not entirely um because it is it is it is more grainy um but when i'm I mean, it depends on what I'm shooting, really. I, I think if I'm just if I'm just if I just want to load something into a camera and just kind of, you know, tell with it whatever the results, um, I've been shooting it more. Um, can you hear my daughter in the background? Can you? Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's good. She's she's filling in the gaps when you have a thinking moment. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, if I want something a bit, I mean, HP five is is I would say probably still the default, really, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I shot. I, um, well, um, Graham, you know, Dave, who got in touch wanting you to shoot his wedding, and mm, I, ended up, yes. I ended up shooting it. Um, I shot that on P3200. Um, went down to Oxford for the day and um, met this tap Dave and his and his and his wife, and yeah, shot three or four rolls of P3200 and a couple of rolls of portrait in my in my Makina. And he's absolutely over the moon with it. Well, they were they were thrilled with the results. So, 
you know, the pictures you shared with me from that looked fantastic. They looked really lovely. Um, Wait, did, you, how... did I show you the one with the little with the with their daughter rolling around on the on the floor in the registry office? Registry office. Oh, the, the, sure. the, that the highlights in that are exactly what I'm talking about. It just unfortunately I can't really share it because it's, <laughs> it's yeah it's, it's a picture it's, of somebody's somebody wedding and, and their daughter. <laughs> but it, it just it's it's just glorious well i've got a photo of nora actually in front of a cupboard with the light shining in through my living room window and she's got these little cotton reel bobbins on her fingers which she likes doing and the like the highlights in that oh, just lovely it's just it is it is just really nice mm. so you've it's got two films there sorry graham no no sorry i think we're both like, saying the same thing two films from kodak you know they're two new releases this year for, for all especially with ectochrome all the the kind of drama beforehand and all the handling of when it's going to come out and it's never going to come out. And, but actually, they delivered two very, very solid films this year. Um, and whilst I completely get what um, you're saying about it, it feels a bit mean because, you know, the, the small companies like Yodica and, and, well, and, and um, all the other small, you know, Silbera, can't really compete but they're also they're not trying to compete so that's all right you know they're they are they yeah. are playing in a different pool um i, I, I don't think I, I don't think you can downplay the effort that went into getting uh, ectochrome back um i know i know some people have been have been a, a little bit kind of um funny with 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 kodak bringing back p3200 and saying oh well you know they already had the recipe they just had to do this that and the other well you know if if everyone just had to do three simple steps to do something then we'd, we'd probably be living in in the universe that, that star trek <laughs> described for us but you know it's still manufacturing it, of something as well and like right, i mean yeah, I, exactly. I, I can tell you for free from my experience manufacturing things is really bloody hard and like <laughs> it, it, you know if i I'm just in the process of having all my tooling made or start hopefully not too distant future having my tooling made. If I decided it was a good idea to melt that tooling and start again, that would be a massive <clears throat> again. Massive. Um, yeah, and and, and P3200 P is not the same film that it was before. You know, it is different because they weren't able to make it in the same way they were before. They've, you know, they've had to they've had to essentially emulate it. From what I understand, they've had to emulate it. Well, and it's it's, um, it's the same thing with Ectochrome. I mean, there, there were so many comments on my um, initial review and and the, the the press release that went out, where you know, people are saying, "Oh, it's it's uh, only thirty five millimeters. I'm not going to shoot it. I'm going to wait until one twenty. Or, yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, so, well, it's if like, you don't shoot it, then they might not make a 120. Well, exactly, and it's and uh, there's some there, there's one particular uh, regular regular troll that I have who who likes to go into technical detail as a way of of blinding um, at, uh, blinding investigation in, <laughs> into into what into what he's saying, because you know, he'll throw so much technical stuff at it. You think, well, this guy knows what he's talking about. Actually, it's just complete rubbish. You know, he's he's talking about laying down layers of emulsion and, and layers of triacetate and polyester base. No, if you do this, if you it's, and it, it it all boiled down to the fact that this guy's butt hurt for whatever reason about about whatever thing, and he's just whining about well, you know, it's Kodak, they're huge. Why didn't they just bring back 120 in the first place? Because that's what most people shoot, and it's like, well, dude, the fact is, is that's wrong. Most people don't well, shoot 
125, they shoot 135. <laughs> um, and by the way, if, if you were, dear learned colleague, as learned as you, as you say, well, you can have a look at Kodak's history and Kodak's track record of bringing new films to the market. And there, there's anywhere between seven and nine months between new formats. And what happens between those seven and nine months? What, do they just sit there not doing anything and then suddenly, ba-ba, you know, pull out a new roll of film out of their races? No, they don't. They've got engineers and chemists behind looking at different thicknesses of base materials, this, that, and the other, and more importantly, understanding the, the market demand for it. And if you're, if you're whinging about Ektachrome, a brand new slide film, not being available in your preferred format, um, but you, you're still able to shoot it in the format that it's out, you don't support it, and they don't come out with a new film, it's your fault. It's not anyone else's. I'm really glad we've managed to bring this back round so you complain about the community again. Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> Excellent. To the yes, next... good stuff. I was just Let's waiting for somebody to breathe and then I could nip into the conversation, but nobody breathed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we should have known better than getting these two on again. Okay, we, the, <laughs> judging, judging by, judging by, the, next one. <laughs> judging by the, 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 the amount of time we've been talking already, we may not, and I'd say this advisedly, we may not have time to cover all the Sunnies Awards. So, Graham, pick, pick Pick the best ones because we might not have time for them all. Okay, how many, well, how many are there? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. <laughs> well, you know, we, we 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 know that the listeners enjoyed our our cheap shots challenge show so much. <laughs> we thought. <laughs> Okay, well, let, no, not no, 25. We're, we're lying. Yeah. <laughs> there's five. There's five. As always, there has been. Um, All right. Okay. Well, let's let's go with another relatively easy one because I mean, inspirational photographer of the year is is a, a great thing, but I think that's one that you would have needed more time to think about in advance. So let's go with an easier one. So the, the next category I'd like to get your feedback on, um, and it ties in kind of directly with what we're just talking about. So your answer may be the same, but um, best newly released product in. Uh, 2018 now obviously we just talked about p3200 and ectochrome so we know your feelings on those they are two very good products what about other things that have come out this year that have impressed you um as i said this is released products so not things like oh i don't know the pixelator which hasn't made it to market this year <laughs> <laughs> um uh, for me it was uh, d96 uh, df96 sorry so uh cine still <laughs> he just oh. muted himself. I did. I really did. Because I'm, I'm thinking, who's this idiot talking? And it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cine Stills DF96. It's, um, I, 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 I couldn't find anything bad to say about it. I mean, it's, it's, it's cheap. Um, it's relatively inexpensive to ship internationally, which is good. <clears throat> Um, it does more. It does more rolls than it says on the tin. Um, you can push process and pull process with it, and it's it's essentially just. Um, it doesn't smell. It doesn't stink. It just works, and the results that you get from it are so, so clean. It's it's yeah. It needs a bit a bit bit of work, but um, no much more work than if you're using normal. Uh, uh, a developer like a D D76 or Xtol or something like that. You know, you run it through a filter to get rid of some junk now and again. But it's it's fantastic. So so ridiculously easy to use. So that gets my vote. We should mention that th this is the was it DF96? This is their monobath yeah. they released it earlier is. in the year. Yeah. Um, th yeah. This was one of um, not that they all came out this year, but this is one of three monobaths that you kind of side by side um, <coughs> reviewed, wasn't it? Em? 
Uh, two, yeah. Well, I, I haven't had a chance to try um, the Film Photography Projects one, and I've been recently made aware that there is another monobath from the Ultrafine guys, so the guys who make Ultrafine Extreme. Um, so now I tested out uh, DF96 um, and another uh, monobath called FF Number 1. That's made by... Um, uh, famous format. So that's Sam Heiser, Sam, who uh, was part of the team for New 55. Um, and FF number one is the monobath, is a version of the monobath that New 55 used to do. Um, the biggest difference between that and uh, DF96 is that instead of getting a liter um, of chemistry as you do with Sinistil's one, um, you get 250 mil and you just mix it up. So actually, it's even cheaper to uh, get shipped because you're you're only shipping quarter of the volume. I know Rachel has um, she got sent a bottle of the uh, DF96 and she she's been really pleased with it. actually she's used to go through stuff. Um, obviously, there are some disadvantage but it is more expensive and um then you know if you're buying some rodnell or something like that it's not going to go as far um and i think you do have to use it it has a sort of a shorter shelf life but she's been really yeah, pleased with and, yeah um and it's, it's in some ways you can it sounds like you need to use it a bit more like you would use it if you were using a c41 kit you need to treat it in that way um but uh, no, that's a really good shout, actually, because um, Cine still have had uh, that's they've had that out this year. They have got their um, well, I mean, let's face it, it's repackaged um, Kodak Double X, isn't it? Um, that's come out this year, and the temperature um, things, the uh, not a sous vide, sous vide, um, they haven't hit the market yet, have they? No, they have. They have. Yeah, they, they, they've <laughs> been out there. There are people out there um, out there using it already. Oh, there you go. So they, you know, they've had a busy year as well. So um, what about you, Hamish? What's caught your attention this year? Oh, I, can't, you know, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wandering, pacing up and down my living room, trying to think. <clears throat> I said, I've just, to be honest. Chroma, Hamish, last... did, you get your, did you get your Chroma yet? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't used it. <laughs> I haven't, I've, I've unfolded it once. Uh, the problem is I've, I've literally, uh, I, because even with the blog, I've had to, um, I've had to come up with such a tight and specific routine for how I write content just to fit it around all the other things. And with everything that's going on with Pixelator, I've just essentially just had kind of my head in the sand a bit for the last what feels like six months, just just getting stuff done. If you see what I mean. So yeah, I don't know. I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right no I'd, love to say, I'd love to say Kramer but as I say it's, it's here it's in my living room I can see it in a bag uh, but I've, I've, as I say I've only unfolded it once <laughs> so, um, I've got um, my uh, you... <clears throat> I've even even cameras that I was really looking forward to or really excited about my um, Panomicron for example um, I've put one film one roll of film through it um, so yeah it's just been <laughs> The last few months it feels like chaos well not chaos it's been very i feel like i've just become a really organized machine doing things in as best possible <laughs> order i can <clears throat> well and seeing as hamish doesn't have a, a product can i can i have another one please you yeah. can and also i'd like i, I, I would like cause you you try more of the films than anybody else i would also like of the new arrivals film wise this kind of the second string new arrivals that come out this year i'd also like kind of your thoughts on the pick of that bunch as well if that's not what you're about to discuss 
No, I, I was actually, I was actually just going to say, um, this year I discovered uh, chocolate covered Oreos, and they are fantastic. I mean, oh, seriously, no. seriously, stick them in the fridge for like 20, 30 minutes, crack them open because they come in packs of two, and you know, oh, wonderful. Uh, it's it's almost, almost better, almost better than a chocolate covered hobnob. No, it's not because no. you know I don't know what Oreos are made out of. I think it's some sort of grit. Love. They, they are, made out of love. They are, no, they're not made. They're, out they're of love. not made out. <laughs> no, they're oh, not. They're the worst. <laughs> Somebody sweeps the floor, and whatever gravelly dust comes, they crunch it together, put some artificial. Cr- oh, no, PVA oh, glue in the middle. <laughs> it's it's wrong, and it's yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, America, <clears throat> but I suspect Oreos might be part of the reason you're in the state you're in now. Um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Sounds like you're describing pound shop digestives there, but okay, fine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, the, new, the new films. New films. I've um, I've not shot that much. I, th- I think I, it's it's like like Hamish. I mean, I, I don't have a, a a wayward manufacturing project on on my plate, so I can't really speak to that. But it's been it's been a pretty um, wayward. Pretty mad, wayward. Uh, uh, on, on, on slowly on track. How about how about that? Yeah, you're welcome. On track, um, but behind schedule. Schedule. schedule on a track. On on a track. It's not quite sure where that track is going. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Um, <laughs> no, I think, it's, it, what's really weird is that Hamish is now coming. It's like he's coming to me in a different ear just on a completely separate channel. He's just whispering obscenities in my face. <laughs> is, is, is anyone else having that experience with this call? It's just whispering, but it's just coming through with clarity. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, it, as far as other films go, um, I've, I've, shot, I've shot a fair few new films this year, but I'm, I'm, I, can't really, I can't really pick out one that that I remember and I, it's just it's been a really busy uh, really busy time kind of balancing uh, work and home life and, and scheduling for 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 the sites and stuff um I did recently get some of the uh Lomo Berlin Chemo Kino uh 400 um which may be a rebranded film of some sort I'm I'm pretty sure I've I've, I've shot um some street candy this year although I didn't have much success uh, getting it into the into the reels because it was it was really just too thin and I'm far too cat handed. Uh, the Yodica stuff I haven't I haven't had um, a chance to, to to buy or shoot any of that. M- mostly because it's not it's not really my not really my thing. Um, those those creative films I appreciate what they do, <clears throat> but I'm really not creative enough to to use those without completely cocking them up. Um, <clears throat> It's funny, actually, I kind of, I'm right, I've just finished, well, I've got to finish it this morning, writing a, a, a post, sort of mini review post about um, the butter um, <laughs> products, the you know, that e- 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 Ethan, uh, um, what's his face, has made, the guy that did the camera, that kill camera. Ethan, Ethan Moses, yeah. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> My, um, the, the, the by the way, hey, the... just, just, so I'm going to stop you there. Did, did you see the latest thing that he just put out on Instagram? Uh, literally, yeah, he's, made, um... he's made a light meter. Yeah, a light meter, because, right? Yeah, and it's, <laughs> but it's like the most. And, but this is the gist of my review that he sent me a um, purple to pink color changing Leica grip, <laughs> uh, 3D printed Leica I, grip. I, I wanted that and... one. I the green to yellow. 
I, yeah, I, nice. I, and yeah. uh, uh, the, <laughs> a, a film case with the matching purple outer and a matching to the colour change pink inner. Nice. Um, uh, you know, it's it's absolutely hideous. Like both things are absolutely hideous. <laughs> but the guy, as I've said in my review, the guy just treads that fine line between crackpot and genius. He's clearly. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a not sure. I'm not sure. But... Yeah, no, he's clearly a crackpot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure whether he treads it very well. I mean, I just, I love the fact that the stuff that he does is so absolutely bonkers and it's all of the, i mean you know I, I posted a picture of the the my green and yellow cat film box and the the green to yellow mm. um kind of grip on on instagram and yeah there are people giving vomit emojis and you know yes. I, i'm just I know, I'm, I'm just writing comments writing replies to people saying i'm really hoping i'm going to antagonize the the like a purist and it happened and it's wonderful. And it's just, you yeah. know, don't take yourself so seriously. This exactly. is amazing. <laughs> and it's, it's the same with these, the Yodica films and all this kind of stuff. It's like, I, you know, I, I said, as I say in my review, I haven't worn um, a T-shirt that's not either brown, grey or blue. Um, you know, and I, don't wear, and I don't wear clothes with branding on. You know, I'm not the type, I'm not the target audience for a purple to pink colour changing hand grip for my Leica. Like, fact, you will not get me outside with this thing. But, you know, Pete, don't, you know, just because that's my person, that's my personality, doesn't mean that I'm going to go on, you know, the internet and go, look at this crap, what kind of idiot would use this? And which was essentially what people were commenting on my Instagram post. Oh, God, you right. know, that's horrible. Why would anybody want it? Because people do want it, because it's fun. Have a right. personality. <laughs> like, you know, if you like, if you like brightly coloured things and you do wear, you know, <clears throat> T-shirts with silly slogans on and wear funny yeah. coloured hats or whatever you like to do, it might be that you want to have a pink, purple to pink color changing grip for your liker and fair play to you if you do like and and, and it's the same with these you have to say the same with the yodica films if you want your f photos to look you know like they've been exposed by the end of a rainbow well fair play to you <laughs> it might be a question i, I, <laughs> I think you mean i think you mean goals. vomited on vomited on by you <laughs> I think I think yes. we've we've slightly uh, lost uh, the plot uh, of what Graham's asking us as questions about the Sunnies well, here. But it, so, well, this, when that, was, that, when that, was that this ever going to result in anything other than this, the conversation losing the plot? <laughs> exactly. You don't get us on to talk in a linear way. I don't know why people ask me onto podcasts and then expect me to expect to have a linear conversation. This is not what happens. <laughs> no, well, well look, Hamish, look once once you're done with your review. If you want to trade your purple pink for my yellow green, because I'm, I'm taking I'm taking mine, uh, I'm taking mine, and I'm taking the case with me. I'm, I'm I'm having a having a holiday over Christmas, so I'm going to be taking that. I'm going to be wearing my my super shy T-shirt, you know, with the super dry logo on it, just because I'm funny like that. Um, but um, if you, if you want to trade, I, I I really I really want the purple the hot pink one. Yeah, I don't. What the, the 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 concept of trade means? I send you a thing, and then you send me another thing. That, that is the first the half of that bit. Trade. I send you the thing. <laughs> Don't send me anything back. <laughs> I I Don't. do love what Ethan Moses has done over the He's last brilliant. year. Like the He's... light meter. Sorry to interrupt. The light meter. It <laughs> looks like a bag home. of balls. But who? Like it's a three D printed. It's just ace. Like he's just. Well, he, he did the he did the giant yellow knob on the on the Yashica yeah. GSM. That, that yeah. was the, the manual shutter speeds, and I, I I posted the the kind of the the the, the sister article <laughs> to that a couple of weeks or a couple of days ago, which was the um, the the Arduino 
shutter tester that that he you know his projects for the project and it's like everything is brilliant and there's a whole bunch of people on on twitter now talking about well actually if you wanted to make a if you wanted to make a proper case for that just use step up rings just use lots and lots and lots of step up rings so like people are getting involved with the spirit of just hacking stuff together yeah and it's 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 because he comes from he's in as far as i can understand from some of the little nuggets i've read on the uh, post that he's written for both of us he's He's in him. He's a he's a he's a maker. He's a proper maker. He's a he's one of those types of people that. Well, he's also he's colorblind. Just, if, if you uh, if you didn't know that. Is he, <laughs> is he actually? Is that a joke? <laughs> no, he's not. No. <laughs> yeah. I, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. It would just make the whole thing more funny. Um, but mm. the, it, it, he's just that kind of guy, and we need more of that kind of guy. Those people, you know, he's got this. He's he's gone. He's he's gone. Right, I'm gonna make it a light meter. He's made it in about a week, and he's like, right, I'm gonna start taking orders next week. Who wants one? <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, it's brilliant. Exactly. Like, and it looks—it doesn't look anything special. It's three D printed. It's not even three D printed in you know particularly you know. It's just the ba- basic kind of you know what you, you know what you expect from three D. A bit rough looking, um, great, but you know, a, a, obnoxiously sized thing that looks going to look ridiculous on top of most cameras. But it's well, the thing is, if, look, if, <clears> if, the, if the Voigtlander VC meters are made of Lego, um, his meters made of Duplo. That, that, that's yes. that, that, that's <laughs> yeah. the way I see it. Well, it's, it, that, it's it not looks... even Duplo. It's that cheap knockoff Duplo that you can get from, <laughs> get from a pound shop. But the thing is, is none of this is... This is all sounds like... The, and I say this in, the, in, my, in my... Again, say this in my review. None of this is to denigrate anything he's doing because everything he's doing is brilliant. The guy is a genius. Absolutely. He's just, he's just yeah. a crackpot at the same time. And it, it, it's, it's, it's great. It's brilliant that he's doing it. It doesn't mean that I necessarily want, as I say, to have a stupid coloured light meter on top of my camera, but... It, the fact that somebody out there is doing it is 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 brilliant. It's what we need. It's what the community needs. Well, and, it's what and, more and in, what's other, more interesting about the film photography community. Well, the, the, the other big <coughs> for me, and the, this this came out of some of the less than positive comments about about the uh, the butter grip is um, he, he's actually doing something. So there's a need, and he's addressing it. He's not mm. sat there in an armchair moaning about why does yeah. this manufacturer not just do that you know why can't they simply do this why can't they simply do that so he's not sat there moaning about it as you say it's like well i've got i've got this problem i've, I've hacked together a solution using parts from from alibaba and a bunch of other places it looks good and well it, it looks questionable <laughs> but it does exactly it does well it, it does what it needs to do um right so i'll just sell it because there yeah. are a million other people like me who need this kind of stuff. And if, if there were more people like Ethan out there acting instead of just sitting, shouting at a, a screen from their armchairs, the better this, the, the entire hardware state of the industry would be in right now. I tell you what, it's, what Ethan does is the exact antithesis of people arguing about whether or not the Nikon Z7 has got two SD card slots. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. The, 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 latest one is, the, the, the latest one is the space, right? Because it should be Z space 7. It's not Z7. <laughs> I saw that actually. That was that. That came up last night or something, didn't it? It was like, what? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like, no, there's a space. So now you have to say Z space 7 and write it as such. In the same way that you've got to call it an iPhone 10, not an iPhone X. <laughs> just right. completely moving, moving on completely moving on <laughs> Ethan, <laughs> what you're doing is great it's fantastic we love you just keep doing it can i yeah, can we i'm going to ch- change my answer like, a minute ago what? about best best new product this year i don't have a best new product but i if we can change the best new product for just the best new thing it's all that nonsense that ethan's doing because i've not got no use for any of it 
I don't think that I like what any of it looks like, but I think that it's all <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> backhanded compliments that's slash the, insult of the highest order. I don't, I don't think he would take any of that badly. No, that, and that is probably the highest compliment. It's probably the highest compliment I've ever heard you pay anything, Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Aid, you know what I'd like to do? Because uh, I, I, I'm I'm actually deeply impressed by these two's abilities to turn almost everything into a, a general complaint at the end. So rather than going through the other two Sonny's categories, you know what I would like to, to sort of kind of wrap up here? And this will actually no, give Hayden a chance. Can you just to... tell us what they are anyway? Okay, we'll, we'll tell you what can... they are. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. the other two categories are, which you are not allowed to comment on, um, are the... Um, Service of the Year Award, uh, so a service or supplier of the Year Award. So that's for people, you know, like film suppliers, like Film Bros and Analog Wonderland and um, uh, the R5. Trick in the UK. Um, yeah, and, and of course all the ones in the States as well. So, you know, um, the FPP and Darkroom.com and you know, all of those places. Uh, it doesn't have to be film supplier, it could be Darkrooms, it can be um, places like Ag Film who develop film, anything like that, anybody who's supplying a service to the industry. And the that last one was because I mean, Boots have had some fantastic kind of buy one get one half price offers this year on film. They really, my Boots is useless. So no, Boots can go I've to hell. Had, my Boots, yeah, Boots can go to hell. I've had two rolls of film developed by Boots recently, and just Who because gets I, the I film needed developed at Boots. Oh, just because it was just an experiment. I just was interested to see what it's what. what well, but you can't what, complain what about it, can you? <laughs> it, well, I can complain about whatever. You're now not allowed to complain about a paid for sub service. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, oh, I, I took a steak to to McDonald's and and they gave me back a pack of small fries. It's like you're going to whinge about that. You 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 you, you shouldn't have taken <laughs> okay. it there in the first place. Anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> what was the other one? And, and the what last was the other category, one? yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> help me out, you know. And the last one is the hashtag shoot film be nice award, which is where people nominate somebody <laughs> who has. Uh, just been a pillar of niceness and uh, wholesomeness in, in the community and promoting the, the just the general nice vibes of the community. After this episode, I think you two are in with zero shit chance of this game. <laughs> well, that, that's, 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 that's just that's Rachel, isn't it? There's, can we just call that the Rachel Award? <laughs> Probably, yes. I'd say she, <laughs> if, she, if she doesn't get quite a lot of votes, then something's quite broken. Um, well, she, anyway. Ra- Ra- Rachel, when you and me, in the, it, was, it was this year at the, at the photography show, we were like just taking the mick out of each other, and she's so nice that she was like chipping in on us to take it, like telling us to, to not take the mick out of each other so much. <laughs> It's like, it man, never, it's that just never banter, stops. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's always trying to make us be nice people. But what I would like um, everybody to sort of think about is let's look ahead to next year because there are uh, we've had a lot of stuff come out this year, but there's a lot of stuff we're still waiting for, uh, like the Pixelator, for example. Um, so what stuff that we kind of know is on the on the horizon, or what we are perhaps hoping is going to come out? What are you guys <clears throat> looking forward to? In 2019, Aid, you haven't been able to get a word in edgeways throughout any of this. Is there anything that no, you're but, but, but before he does, I think it's uh, Hamish. Uh, I, can, can I have a quick chat with you, Hamish? Is that is that all right? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I think I think a good pair of hosts would have listened to the episode that they did at the end of last year and said these were the predictions you made for 2018, and then kind of rolled that into the conversation somehow. <laughs> Uh, yeah. A good pair of hosts would have the listened. quality of this podcast are probably slightly higher than the uh, 
the reality. A good pair of posts have listened to the show from last year and gone, oh, we're not doing that again. That's not a good pair of posts. But, but the fact what kind, that of, idiot, what kind of pair of idiots would invite those two on again? Exactly. <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting a butter grip for my Bronica. I think that that I think the yeah the the scale works because <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at my Bronica on my desk, which has got the 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 big old hand grip on it, not the motorized one, just the mechanical one. Right. And I think yeah, having one of those in something that's green that <clears throat> fades to yellow, I think that I, I'd be pretty impressed by that. There's quite a lot of mechanical have you, things have you seen to see the one... inside. Have you seen the one that um, that Ethan did for the Pentax Six Seven? Because that you could almost say that camera's impossibly heavy for a three D printed grip, but it looks fantastic. I mean, he's even he's even built a space in there so you can put a spare battery inside the grip. <laughs> I mean, that's just mad. Uh, I hadn't seen that actually. I, um, so I that I'll have to go and have a look at that one. I thought. That's, yeah, uh... it's, it's it's on his Instagram. Well, it's actually it's on. I think it's just on the um, uh, Cameradactyl dot dot com website but yeah it's 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 great i mean you know what what hamish said about the colors and about you know all of that notwithstanding if i had a pentax 67 i would seriously consider getting a grip for it is he making what what brand what brand have you got uh just the etrsi just normal 645 on uh, interesting i've just bought one of those oh i love mine awesome have you not had one before you've not played with one before well, I've had I've had this. Funny enough, I've had this the actual camera kicking around for ages, but I've not had a lens for it. Uh, lenses so help. Aren't, aren't you going to be lenses help? Me. Aren't you going to be butchering the lens anyway? Or didn't no, you not this one because I bought the one fifty. I bought the one fifty. Well, I bought a. I, I was in London Camera Exchange the other day, and they'd got a box of junk that was going to go down into the basement. And one of these, one of the lenses that was in it was a hundred and fifty mil. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good find. lens for the for the for the for the uh, ETR cameras and and I, and I picked it up and I said, "What's wrong with this?" And he said, "Oh, it's got fungus in it." Um, and I said, "Well, how much can I have it for?" And he said, "Oh, twenty quid." So I uh, bought it for twenty quid, took it home, took the lens apart, cleaned the fungus out, and now I've got a perfect hundred and fifty mil lens for my yeah, uh, bronchin. Bargain. bargain. Yeah. Sounds good. So, yeah, so I think I'm looking forward in 2019, I'm looking forward to getting a butter grip for my Bronica because it could do with a little bit of colour, a little splash of colour would be good. Uh, what else am I looking forward to in 2019? Mm, I'm looking forward to being a bit more productive, which I know isn't a product thing. But, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I, you know this, the stuff I'm doing with, with uh, you know, some of our, our community of listeners at the moment on a collaboration stuff, I think I'm looking forward to seeing how, where that goes and, and actually just focusing more on taking photographs i've not done enough this year i I mean you know i could make loads and loads of um excuses about how busy i've been and how life has got in the way and stuff like that but plain and simply the outcome is that i haven't shot enough this year so 2019 i'm gonna do more shooting um i'm uh yeah less fussed about new products more fussed about getting out of this chair and out from behind this microphone to be honest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay right so that's that's that's, that's killed the conversation really. stone dead hasn't it <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just too much i was taken by surprise by there being a brief pause of air uh, as was a listener i should think um okay so uh, at risk of this going off of trails again um what about you em what uh, of the stuff that we're anticipating for next year the stuff that has been kickstarted this year or people have announced this year but isn't coming out what are you excited about for next year 
Um, I'm excited about the possibility that there might be uh, Ektachrome in medium format next year. Um, and that, that's just pure speculation, just based on uh, track record and what, what Kodak had done before. I'm, I'm kind of in, uh, intrigued about this, um, about this color pack film. Um, I have a, a holder for it for my four by five camera, and, and I, I haven't really had great experiences shooting Fuji pack film before. But I think it's going to be a new experience for me. So if they manage to release it, looking forward to that coming out. Um, I'm not looking forward to having to potentially apply for visas to travel to mainland Europe. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all right. Uh, they're they, they're doing a new thing called the that's equivalent of an Esther for the US. You'll be fine. Wonderful. I don't know what Esther is. I don't know. Um, what about you, Hamish? I mean, obviously, you're. I'm going to assume the thing you're most looking forward to next year is actually getting the pixelator out the door. Do all right. Loaded question of the day: Do you have <laughs> an estimated delivery date for the pixelator at the moment? <laughs> no, um, because <laughs> simply because the the one. I mean, I can't emphasize enough how much more difficult finding a manufacturer has been than i expected it to be it like I, i've actually got a i've essentially got a manufacturer lined up and i could have i could press go on monday um i could have the tooling made over christmas and have probably uh, you know five thousand pixelators delivered to me by the end of january early oh, february that's good, then. if I go for that particular manufacturer. Um, the reason I haven't pressed go yet is because I'm desperately trying to find or have desperately been trying to find a UK manufacturer. Um, I thought I had one lined up and I'm not going to name who they are, but they are a known brand in, in the world of film photography. Um, and I went and had a meeting with them and it all sounded brilliant. And then they took five weeks to get back to me. And the answer that they gave me after five weeks was, uh, well, this particular manufacturer that could have, just to give you some ideas, the particular manufacturer that, I, that could have these ones to me by sort of <clears throat> end of January, February-ish, um, is £12,000. Um, the company in the UK was £31,000. And the, just the lead time for having the tooling made was 10 weeks um so they are out of the uh, mix but the problem is is they were the one that i wanted to use or they're yeah. the ones that i was sort of most interested in having a relationship with because they've already got um they're already an established company in, in film photography um in the uk um and they've just they just don't they just don't seem interested for one reason or another um or or and and then all the other uk manufacturers that i've tried to speak to or have been speaking to they just take an amazing amount of time to get back to me. So I'll send an email and then I won't hear anything for two weeks. And I'll say, I'll, you know, and in the meanwhile, I can send two or three emails saying, you know, are you, you know, are you interested in this or what? And then I'll get an email back saying, sorry, yes, interested, be back soon. It's like, you know, whereas I can send the, 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 the quote for the 12 grand one, um, that had a limited amount of time attached to it. Um, I have to get you know get it requoted. But if I wanted a requote, I could have a requote by probably the end of Tuesday if I sent you know sent the information on or, or sent a request on Monday. Um, it's yeah, just frustrating. It's, it's, it's so really frustrating. frustrating. It's, 
and the the the, the, it, the it's it's I have this really kind of I already have a relationship with a Chinese company. You know, I'm buying and selling lenses from you know from Seven Artisans, and I get on with the guys at Seven Artisans as as well as possibly can be can do. Um, and I've got no issues with with globalization. I'm not you know I'm not anti globalization globalization at all. Um, but I just had this. I just it, it just felt like it would be nice to 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 do something in the UK to support the UK film photography industry and blah 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 blah, blah um, or support the UK manufacturing industry. I think I'm just too small. I just don't think they care. Um, whereas you know, as I say, uh, the company that I've that that that's, that gets me quotes really quickly, um, they're a UK based company, essentially a broker who deal with. Um, uh, injection molding companies all over the world uh, and they're really on it i go to them they go to chinese or uh, or indian uh, indians or whoever it happens to be and i get you know all these quotes back saying yeah we you know we, we're looking to fill a hole in our um production so yeah if you want to go ahead we'll it'll be five thousand pound whatever it is for five thousand units just say when which i don't know I don't know. And the problem is I post this on the Kickstarter and I get kind of, I get a lot of people come back and say, you know, you know, the Chinese might be cheaper, but you, you know, it's likely to be um, a lot more risky. But then on the other hand of it, I've, well, the other end of it, I've got Clive in my ear, my product designer saying, well, yeah, sort of, but actually you look, if you look at the process, you say, go to the Chinese, they send us some samples, um, you know, 21 samples, you know, a couple of weeks later, off the you know the first uh, the first offs from the uh, from the mold. And if, if there's anything wrong, we just adjust the um, adjust the mold and keep going until it's right. And you don't pay until it's right anyway. So yeah, yeah, you know. it it does sound like uh, your choices have been narrowed down to one to a certain extent on this one. Uh, yeah, so I'm still waiting for six. Uh, I think it's about six people to get back the UK manufacturers to get back to me. Um, we've put put a thing up on one of these on, on a site that it, it uh, it's like a job site so you you list your thing that you want manufacturing and people get back to you um a whole bunch of these people have got back and said that they'd like to quote but i'm just waiting for the waiting for the quotes to come in and if those quotes come in um something close to the uh, the ridiculous quote that from or one quote that i've actually managed to extract from a uk manufacturer if they come in close to that then i'm i'm, I'm just gonna have to uh go the uh, you know the far east road yeah i think at the end of the day you that's you you've done everything that you can um and when all is said and done whilst i think it's absolutely fantastic that you were trying to do things in the uk your ultimate responsibility is to the people who have given you money to produce a product mm. and and what they want is the product and um you you you've tried to help the uh, manufacturing industry but uh, they are not playing ball, so I, I yeah. Yeah, well, I just, I don't think they, I don't think, I don't think that, I, don't, I think I'm too small for these, for these people. So, um, and I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not too small for, um, you know, to, to, to have a relationship with the, um, with this, with this, with one of these Far East suppliers. So, so yeah, so, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm going to give them another few days and. And you know, if, if if a particularly attractive quote comes in, then I then I, I might pursue it. But I, I I've kind of lost the, the I've lost the kind of enthusiasm for for the UK road now. So, but definitely for well, 2019 it, delivery though. Just just oh, for yeah, anybody I mean, who's I, back I, to Kickstarter I, that, that is listening to this. 
yeah, I mean, I, I'm, yeah, the first, well, I'd like, originally I was hoping, I mean, this whole waiting for these quotes to come in has put me, has put my schedule back by about five or six weeks. So I was originally hoping that it would be end of January, beginning of February. I, I'm thinking, I mean, I don't know, end of February, middle of March, hopefully. I mean, especially if I go with one of the Chinese manufacturers, they'll, they'll I'll definitely be that, that kind of time frame. Cool. Um, okay. So, I, well, I, 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 you know, it's just so difficult to say because even with the Chinese ones, if I say go, they then come back and say, okay, this is the schedule we're working to. So once I've got that schedule, I'll have a much better idea of when, it, when, when it's going to be in people's hands. So other than but the, but, this just... <laughs> other than this just being over and and you kind of reaching the end of this first stage of the pixelator's life and getting your first product out the door if is there anything that you are looking forward to next year that somebody else is doing i think the the, the most interesting um well i think the the intrepid in larger actually. yeah just i think that's i think it's just it's just cool um it, it just opens up so much. i mean everybody's seen the size what an actual large format and larger looks like and the fact that this thing is it, it just it I, <clears throat> I had a conversation with max about it and it, it it's just both of us i think just have that desire to create products that um democratize large format photography. I mean, this is where Pixelator come, came from. It was about digitizing large format, as I said before. Um, and, and I think, you know, whether or not I actually ever do any large format um, printing is another matter. But the fact that it's possible with such a small pack of kit. Do, and does any of, of David and Simon t talked about their plans publicly yet? No. <clears throat> No, no, no. That, that's, that's still still under wraps. And also, I didn't think we were allowed to talk about the Intrepid Enlarger because it's not been released yet, according to Graham's little rule that he set down oh, when well, we first started talking about this. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know whether you remember. Like twenty minutes ago, I said we're now talking about things you're looking forward to next year, which were by very definition the things that haven't come yet. Anyway, you shut. Your yeah, face. I didn't listen. Um, wasn't paying attention. I'm just no, looking forward to 2019. The, the thing I'm most looking forward to is being able to say I'm finally off this phone call. <laughs> you and me both. I, I just want to chime in with what Hamish was saying because I think I am most excited about the um, Intrepid Enlarger as well because um, it was very well supported and so many people, whether it's large format or small format or medium format that they're going to use to actually um, print from with this, the fact that so many people are now going to have the ability to make darkroom prints at home in a much more convenient way. I mean, because you say, Hamish, oh, people, you know, know how big a four by five and larger is. I don't think people do. They're huge. I, I yeah. called into um, Secondhand Darkroom, which is a local place which sells secondhand darkroom stuff. It's great. I've talked about it before. It's a real Aladdin's cave. And um, they were cleaning up and working on getting a four by five and larger and um, working. And it's they're massive. They're the kind of thing that you can't just have that in your house if you do not have a dedicated space. Um, yeah. And because I mean, a 35 mil or even a medium format, you can kind of tuck those away, possibly if you've got some room under it. But a four by five is massive. Um, and just just so many more people being able to print at home. Uh, I it feels like this is the next big step in the revival, really. And I'm really excited Definitely. to see what happens. No, I, I, I think um, for me, the Intrepid Enlarger is it, it, exactly the same as you guys. I think it's it's a fantastic piece of kit. And when, when I first 
uh, when I was first told about it and sent kind of um, details of exactly what it was. I mean, it just blew my mind completely. Um, it just so happens that this year I was looking for uh, just to, to start getting into darkroom stuff myself as well. And I had a, a local guy quote me for a, uh, I don't know, it's a currently in production uh, in larger, it will go up to six by seven. And the whole thing came in at um, uh, around about 950 quid, which is which is ridiculous. And that's 950 quid with no lens. So I then needed to buy a lens, need, needed to buy negative carriers for 35 mils. And then when um, when Max told me about this, uh, this enlarger project, it just, the, the top of my head just blew off completely. It's just fantastic. And I think, um, you know, what you said, Hamish, about uh, the, the democratization um, and that, that thread that you've been following with, with Pixelator, yeah, exactly right behind that. I mean, the fact that you can just dump this thing on the back of an Intrepid, or, or to be honest, potentially any large format camera that you have that can accept the back is, is fantastic. And the fact that it packs down into something small enough for you to put into one of those little QB um, Ikea shelves is, is just great. And I think that the thing that, that um, confuses uh, me a little bit is for, for people who are so much into the process and learning and understanding and, and something that isn't already done for you, um, it can, it confuses me that so many people were worried about getting um, the, the 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 camera, the enlarger, parallel to the you know completely flush to the to the surface of the of the film. It just seems like a, a really small, really minor problem for all of the benefits that it gives you. I think it's great. Yeah, it's going to be. I like to, and, and just the fact that <clears throat> not just for large format. Obviously, you need to have a large format camera now, but because there are so many uh, cheap large format options available, not just the Intrepid, but we already talked about Ethan's camera dactyl um, and the Chroma camera uh, and the um, standard. You know, there's so many economical options to get a large format camera, even if all you ever do with it is use it as an enlarger, which you won't because you'll definitely get out and shoot with it. But you can use it as an enlarger for your 35 or medium format film as well. Um, right. Printing, yeah. it, it's a wonderful thing um, that everybody should have a go at at some point even if it's not a thing you do regularly but at least with this you can dip into it in a way that makes trying it out feasible as opposed to doing well i've now i've had to build an extension on my house to have a go at doing this <laughs> yeah yeah <that's> great. <laughs> speaking of somebody who podcasts from an extension space. graham how's that going for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good well i mean that's the problem the bit i'm podcasting from is the bit that was my darkroom space before so you know obviously i'm now working on getting a new space set up but uh yeah it, it's it's good and i mean there's a lot of things to look forward to next year I, you know i know we at the moment haven't got any specific new films that we're looking forward to but um the new pack film coming out you know i'm i'm just really the, the fact that that's come back makes me so happy um and whilst it might be a very long time before i get to shoot any because again it's a pretty product and i am whatever the absolute opposite of a premium person is um i'm just very glad that it's out there in the world and i know that next year is going to bring a ton of really cool awesome stuff um i'm looking forward to seeing the kickstarters that we've been waiting for a while to come out you know uh, i'm uh, lab box um reflex uh what else have we been hanging on for a while uh, ferrania no i'm just kidding i don't think we're gonna see ferrani next year but that's all right jolly they'll look, keep going jolly look don't forget jolly look yeah version 1.5 of their of their camera yeah 
a lot of stuff that uh, I've been looking forward to seeing is going to be out next year and it's going to be fantastic and it's going to be great. The picks later, it will all be wonderful. 2019 is going to be a great year. And from all of us here in our bunkers in the UK, once Brexit has happened, we'll take some solace from that. Okay. All right. Well, there's a good way to end the show, isn't it? Merry Christmas to one and all. So uh, I would like to actually just take a moment to say thank you to all our listeners um, who've stuck with us uh, through 2018. Um, Hopefully, uh, we've been extraordinarily good value for money, especially seeing as we're free. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully you continue to enjoy the show. If you would like to get in touch with us to say Merry Christmas or other shoot film be nice type things, uh, then you can get in touch with us on the Internet Sunny 16 podcast pretty much everywhere. You know the drill by now. Um, Hamish, have you enjoyed being on the show? Yeah, as always. Excellent, and it's well, been. A... It would be slightly more enjoyable if M wasn't here, but you know. It's... <laughs> yeah, oh, come on, Christmas. It's Christmas. Come on, you can be nicer than that. Say something nice to M. No, he can't. Um, hang on, my daughter's side is talking to me oh, now. Okay, there we go. Right, that's that's Hamish's get out of jail card. M, have you have you uh, enjoyed being the on the bell. show? I have indeed. It's been a while. It's been a year. Can you believe? Have it? you not been on the show for a year? Yeah, he no, absolutely has. Don't listen to him. Yeah. He absolutely what has. Happened? You, happened? you came on to talk about Secret Santa. How's, how's the most of Secret Santa gone, Em? That, that was last year. It was. Never mind. <laughs> Remember when you came on with um, Aileen? Yeah, yeah about, three, about four months ago. I, I remember because it was the height of summer. <laughs> <laughs> talking about santa in the heights of summer that's kind of what i do no it's been it's been fantastic thank you for having me on again for the second time in 2018 um i hope the uh, listeners are still listening uh, merry christmas and a happy new year yeah and i hope everybody enjoys their emulsive secret santas as well okay folks as always um it uh, we will play you out with rachel's band rocker and you can get their music on amazon spotify itunes myspace yeah wherever you like i don't know maybe even in your local record shop (laughs) napster oh i like that yes good historical (laughs) reference uh as always it's also been an honor and a privilege to talk to you all merry christmas and uh we'll speak to you next week goodbye happy christmas everyone